Welcome to episode number four of Rookie Mondays. This is a show where we are your financial tutors. We will walk you step by step through everything you need to know about finance. Yes, sir. I'm excited for today, though, bro. Yeah, we got a lot in store for them. I know last week we went into detail about a brokerage account, and now we're really going to talk about how they can pick their first stock. Ooh, pick their first stock. What a step. Yes, sir. Now I'm hyped. But before we get into that, bro. Yeah, you got to know. Yo, please, please like, comment, and please. subscribe, yo. Please, and don't forget to hit that notification bell so you know exactly when we're posting right on time. Yep, because we do drop two videos every week, so you want to make sure you don't miss anything. Wait, how many videos do we drop per week? Two. Okay, just checking. All right. <laughs> so, yes. Yo, man, getting into how to pick stocks. Mm -hmm. Bro, that is scary. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, nah. So, you know, people who are starting off, they usually get scared because like, yo, I don't know what stock to pick. I don't even know what a stock is. How do I pick it? Just sit back, relax. We got you. We know it's scary. When we first started, we were scared, but you know now we're teaching you guys stuff, so you can do it. You just gotta know what to do. Nah, for real, man. And yo, if you stick around to the end of the video, mm -hmm. we got a secret for them. Yep. Yo. Tell them, bro. Go ahead. Bro, listen. We will tell you how to be successful in the stock market without even picking an individual stock. Yep. You heard him right. Without picking a stock, you can be successful in the stock market. That's crazy. So let's just dive into it, bro. Let's talk about number one. What do we look for when we're picking our first stock? First thing. I tend to look for mm -hmm. is brand loyalty. Yep, I agree. Yeah, brand loyalty. Like, how loyal are you to a brand? Mm -hmm. So, an easy way to think about it is what are the things that you use on a daily basis? Yep. When I first started investing, to be honest, I was told the same advice. So, you want to look at companies that actually use products or put out products that you use on a daily basis. So, if you use an iPhone yeah. or if you use a Mac, Apple, that's a great one. If you drink a bunch of Pepsi, Coke, water, Coca-Cola, yeah. you know, you eat a bunch of Chipotle, McDonald's, you want to look at those companies. <laughs> exactly. That, that's all it is at the end of the day. You, yeah. you know, keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate things. Yeah. But you want to chase after the biggest brand. People yeah. who like shoes, Nike. Nike, yeah. You know, so that's what you really want to look at to start spinning your brains a little bit, start spinning those wheels to be like, yo, let me think about companies that are very, very popular and have the largest following. Exactly. And then once you do that, I think a great thing to look at next would be like, the future outlook. You know Absolutely. what it is? So it's like you got to start thinking about what is the direction that society is heading into. Yeah. And actually, the best way to do that is by just reading the news. So check out things like Wall Street Journal. Check out things like New York Times. Check out The Morning Brew. All these are different things you guys could check out, which basically tell you where the stock market is going, where the world is going in terms of business and the technology that's coming out there. Not for real. And even without those sources, it's easy to do that by just literally living in everyday life like you can literally see what's going on like for example do you carry cash now oh, that's a great example i do not carry cash and the reason why is because venmo right venmo yeah. came out there was cash app apple pay yeah. when we all go to brunch right i don't think you guys are like yo let me put a five down let me put a ten down let me put a fifty down nah you're just like yo someone put their card down i'll venmo them it literally became a thing i'll venmo you exactly so you yeah. want to look at those type of trends yeah that's, so now that you notice that trend it's like what companies will, um, you know, like cater to that. So you start mm -hmm. looking at things that are like financial technology. Yeah, fintech at the fintech. end of the day. Also, a little plug right now, when Stripe comes out, oh baby. That's when, all I'm saying. When Stripe comes out, that is going to be a power move. Absolutely. Yeah. But definitely check out future innovation, check out future outlook, because that will actually let you know what stocks you can check out for your own portfolio. Exactly. Um, 
And then, so now you want to think about what? You want to go ahead for the third one? Yeah, I got you. At, right now, so after you, you know, do your whole brand loyalty, you figure out who has the large following, you figure out future. what the future is, mm-hmm. you want to start looking at things if, you know, that company has a competitive advantage to it. Does mm-hmm. it offer something that other companies can't? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, you want to only invest in great competitive companies that have market share. So when yeah. we think about it, a great example is Google. Yeah, it's yeah. literally a term, right? So when you're actually typing something and searching, you don't say, "Hold on, real quick, let me search this." That, no. That's weird. No one <laughs> says yeah. that. The company is the action. Like exactly. Com- when your company becomes a verb, you mm-hmm. know you got it. Exactly. So <laughs> you want to check out Google as a company because at the end of the day, not only are they the number one search engine, guess what? Number two is YouTube, YouTube. and yeah. Google owns YouTube. Yeah. If we think about Uber. That's a great example. They have a great competitive advantage because they're first to market. Because what? When you're in a cab, you can be in a lift. You'll be like, yeah, I'm about to Uber to you real quick. That's that's so disrespectful. People be sitting sitting in a lift talking about, yeah, I'm I'm about to Uber to you. Yo, I've heard people who are drivers, like literally actual like lift drivers, they have Uber right to the right of them. Like they in the same car, they're doing both services. So it's obviously a trend, right? So Mm -hmm. when you think about it, that ties into number two. If you're keeping up with trends and you're keeping up with future innovation, most likely that company will have a competitive advantage. Yeah, and and by the way, with Google, another competitive advantage is just all the services they offer. Like, mm-hmm. you got to think about they have like Google Search, yep. Google Slides, Google Pay, Google. They got Google Finance, yeah. Google Blogger, mm-hmm. AdSense, yeah. literally have Google everything. Chrome, uh, bro. The amount of data and ads they have, like Google Ads, is it blows my mind. They're it's the best crazy. Ad ad company in the in history. Exactly. You guys saw Facebook was crazy. Google is literally yeah. you search Facebook on Google. Like, just let that sink in. You that's know what I fact. mean? So that's why you want to look at those type of companies. Mm-hmm. You want to look at their weaknesses as well to see if there's a lot of competition. You want to look at their opportunity to see if they're actually trending in the right direction. So if the opportunity of, as you said, mm-hmm. fintech is presenting itself, you want to invest in those companies. Like, as, as we said earlier, you know, Apple Pay, uh, Venmo, Square, and then obviously Threat. So when we look at Facebook, obviously, how much money did they lose? $230 billion dollars in one day. And that's the greatest stock market fall in history. With a B. Billion. With, you know, that's, billion. That's the crazy part to me. Because why? Because there was a threat to them. You know what I mean? The government was like, yo, you guys are not protecting people. And they started passing new regulations out. So that was literally a threat to the Facebook business model, which obviously affected them. So you want to look at strengths, which is what you said. You want to look at their weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, which is literally called SWOT, SWOT analysis. So that that covers number three. And let's talk about number four, man. Yeah, number four, strong financials, Mm -hmm. strong financials. You want to get companies that have a lot of cash on hand. Absolutely. So so I was just going to talk about the Apple thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like if we if we actually look at what's on the screen right now, when you look at a balance sheet, which is an example of a financial statement or a type of financial statement, it has a column called assets and liabilities. So assets is essentially what the company owns, which is good, and liabilities is the debt that they have on hand. So when you look at it and you divide assets over liabilities, essentially that number should be over one. In Apple's case, it's great because that shows you that 1.2 number is essentially saying Apple has enough assets to pay off their liabilities. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of company you want to invest in. Yeah, because it shows that they're operating at a profit. There are some companies out there who are not operating at a profit. Exactly. Like some companies do 
like they handle their financials all irresponsibly. Mm-hmm. Like for example, we could talk about like DraftKings. They're out, yeah, they, you know they spend way too much on marketing, which is scary. Which is honestly scary. Yeah, exactly. And now they're they're not a profitable company. Mm-hmm. And so why would I put my money into something that is not profitable? Because exactly. the whole point of investing is to put your money into an avenue that can bring you more money. At the end of the day, you know, someone said this before, and it made so much sense to me. Would If you had to pick a company, right, for the rest of your life, and if that company went down, you would not survive, okay? Would you invest in a profitable company, like an Apple, like a Microsoft, or would you invest in a startup that has so much potential to grow, but they're not profitable yet? Yeah. I'm investing in something that I want to survive in. I don't yeah. want to die. Yeah, I want to play want, that safe route. Right. You, right. you want those companies that are proven. They've been proven over a long period of time. Exactly. You know? And something you could look at as well is like when you look at a chart on like Robinhood or, mm-hmm. or TradingView or whatever you want to use to look at these companies, when you look at their chart, just make sure that their line is trending up over the course of maybe five years. Yeah. You know, make sure that they're trending upward. You don't want a company that's clearly going down. The exactly. line the line will tell you the story. And in terms of financials, we talked about balance sheet. The reason why that's important is obviously it lets you know how much cash the company has on hand. Because as, as you said earlier, cash is king, right? You want to have cash on hand, but you hit on it. Marketing, it lets you know if they're spending money and putting themselves out there. If they're expanding globally. Research and development which is R&D on the balance sheet, it basically lets you know if the company is investing in themselves. We as human beings invest in ourselves. We invest in this channel. Terrell invests in the gym. Look at his muscles. It's crazy. <laughs> like at the, end, at the end of the day, it's like if you're not investing in yourself, you're not going to grow. So why would you invest in a company that's not willing to invest in themselves and grow? So it, the actual balance sheet lets you know all of that. Income statement. Another great example. Bro, that lets you know if the company is profitable. Just look at the net income. If it's positive, you're good. Yeah, you know, real. if it's negative, eh, you want to kind of just research it a little bit and see if it makes sense. Exactly. Because, you know, companies will take on debt, which can turn them negative. You mm-hmm. want to make sure that it's good debt. You know, exactly. You're bound to take on debt when you're trying to grow. Just like if you're looking in a real estate. Yeah. You're going to take on debt when you're when you're buying a house, most likely, Absolutely. unless you buy all cash, of course. But that's good debt because it's an asset. Now, you want companies that are able to pay off their debts. Mm-hmm. Usually, a great time frame to pay off their debts would be if they're able to pay it off between three and five years. Yep, yep. Anything less than that would be great. Five is the max, too. You know, usually mm-hmm. three, year, three years is a good amount of time to pay off debt. And that's literally the example we showed earlier. So, that was, as I said earlier, Apple, it shows you they're able to pay off their debt. Not only, and we can go through the whole list of why Apple is one of the best companies that we say to invest in. They have that competitive advantage. They have the strong financials. Uh, they have the brand loyalty. Look how innovating they are with Apple Pay, with Apple Cars they now. They got cars like, coming out. They just, have health industry to enter in. You know, like, so just this is an example. Even Microsoft, that's a great example. And stuff like that is what you want to be aware of, yeah, honestly. Their, their chart is trending upward. That mm-hmm. is, you can say, you can't say enough about these things. They're proven. So come on, we're telling you to pick great companies, profitable companies. Don't pick speculative things that like, oh, I feel like it has a chance. Mm-hmm. Treat your money well. Right? And at the end of the day, this actually leads to the last thing you should look at, which is finally leadership of the company, is mm-hmm. if a leadership if the leadership is great, most likely the company is going to be great. You know, I'm a sports fan. I know you're a sports fan. Let's just mm-hmm. talk about it. At the end of the day, I get passionate. The Knicks suck. I'm a Knicks fan. We're from New York. Like, the Knicks suck. Why do we suck? Because of James Dolan. At the end of the day, this man is awful. Retire. Leave. Oh, bro. I'm just saying leave. Relax, bro. So, I'm just saying, if if we go back to stocks at the end of the day, you know, we didn't get LeBron. We didn't get Wade, bro. I'm sorry. I was tight. (laughs) 
But at the end of the day, when, when you look at you know Tesla, Elon Musk, if he leaves, which is he's one of the best people out there as a leader, what happens to the stock? Bro, Tesla would cut in half, bro. Exactly. If Elon left. You know, you look at a bald man standing in front of Amazon. We all know who that is. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. We yeah. all look at Facebook. We see a little man standing in front of it. We know it's Zuck. It's Zuck. You know he looks creepy. Yeah, no, definitely. He'd be sipping on, like, coffee. and like, what are you doing, bro? No, like, <laughs> but, but honestly, like, that's the example of a leadership that you want to, you know, invest in. You want to invest in the actual person. You ever, mm-hmm. you ever think about when you're, when you're picking, you know, a friend? You, you don't invest your time into someone or with someone if they're a terrible person. Just mm-hmm. the same thing. You don't invest your money into a company if it's led by a terrible individual. Yeah, that's that, a fact. That doesn't make sense. You know, you want leaders that are innovative. Like, like I know we love, like, Jack Dorsey. Absolutely. You know, like, Absolutely. He created Twitter, and he also was a C- he's a CEO of Square, which is now yeah. called Block. Mm-hmm. He's so innovative, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like he's always up to something. Like, we could look up news on Square any day, I feel like I'm seeing something new that he's up to, and I they love just that. launched a new uh, mining system, right? And that's because of Jack Dorsey's innovation. Yeah. He was the first one to say, "Yo, I know we're a payment processing company, we do Cash App, but why don't we get involved in crypto?" Mm-hmm. So that's what you want to think about point. these these type of things. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, you want to make sure you have a good grasp on it. And I believe that basically is the top five things you need to be doing to actually invest and pick your first stock. So let's just go through it again. Yeah. Number one, we got brand loyalty. Yeah. Number two, we got innovation and just looking at the future side mm-hmm. of things. Number three. We got competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. Make sure they have a moat. Exactly. You want to look at the SWOT analysis and everything of that sort. Number four, we said it. You want to have strong financials. And number five, bro. want to look at the leadership, man. Make mm-hmm. sure that they have a great CEO that's innovative and responsible and proven. Exactly. So those are the top five things you need to be doing right now if you want to pick your first stock. Just do some research. Any questions you have, comment below. Also, if you have not liked the video, we just dropped some crazy gems for you guys. Like that video, man. Like that video. But... If you stayed until the end right now, you know, we're about to drop some heat. You ready? Oh, man. I'm, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So let's talk about it. If you are someone who does not want to pick a single stock, you don't have enough time to invest in the stock market, you don't have enough time to do research, you can still be successful in the stock market by investing in something called index funds, right? ETFs, man. You don't have to worry about picking that one stock that's going to go to 500%. Just be cool and invest in ETFs. So a great example is what? VOO, right? Mm -hmm. So if we talk about it, that is basically like when you're investing in the S&P 500, which is the top 500 companies in the country. You're literally investing in America's ecosystem. Nah, for real. So (laughs) if you think about it, like if I have just one stock and I invest in it, what are the chances I'm going to be successful? Mm. You know, (laughs) probably not that much. But when you have a whole basket, like a bucket of stocks that you could just put Apple, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, Facebook, all those different companies. Now, that basket is going to be pretty successful. Yeah, exactly. And that's what that's what an ETF is. It's literally a basket that has a bunch of different stocks in it, a bunch of different companies in it. And you're investing in that one basket over a period of time. Exactly. And, you know, you can do something as broad as the S&P 500, as we talked about, Mm -hmm. and which is like. Yeah, which is VOO. Yep. And then you could do something where you're investing into maybe technology, which you'll mm-hmm. get from investing in the NASDAQ through something called the QQQ. Exactly. That's a great one, honestly. Yeah, for real. And you could look at the total stock market. You can invest into that ETF through VTI. Mm-hmm. It's the total stock market. I mean, like, come on. If the whole market tanks, yep. we got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> I was just talking about that earlier with someone. They were like, yo, what if, you know, all these different ETFs fail? And I was like, listen, 
one, if you're an investor right now and you're investing in the stock market, you have to be willing to accept the fact that you might lose your money. Okay, so just, just accept that fact. However, if the total market, the top 500 companies, the best tech companies are feeling, you have more to worry about than your money. You're probably worried about your safety. You're probably worried about your family, you know, that your health. So just think about it in that aspect. Yeah, and to be honest, the, the stock market has been profitable. Over the past 100 Ooh. years, it's averaged a 10% return. And so. not only that, bro, if you look at this article that we, that we found, right, it literally says active fund managers trailed the S&P 500 for the ninth year in a row. And this was published about two, three years ago. So they're basically saying fund managers who literally live and breathe stocks, they actually do research on this 24-7, yeah. did not outperform the market. Yeah. So what makes you think, I'm not saying you can't, but what makes you think you can if you're a beginning investor? Exactly. You know, because over the past 15 years, they, remember, they have to be outperforming the market over a sustained period of time. Because everybody mm -hmm. might have a lucky year or two. Exactly. You've seen it from like Kathy Woods, for example. Yeah. But, you know, you have these experts, mm -hmm. these fund managers can't beat it over the course of 15 years. 90% of them couldn't beat it over the course of 15 years. Exactly. And that's why if you, I'm going to say it again, if you are someone who does not want to pick individual stocks, does not have the time to do a bunch of homework and research and what we just mentioned, the top five things, just be, just, you know, play it cool, bro. Like invest in index funds like QQQ. We talked about VOO, VTI, or you could do even some more research. Yeah, because I was going to like say, like, if you're interested in just certain things, like, for example, if you know, because we talked about future outlook, right? Mm -hmm. So if you look into the future, like, yo, semiconductors, as we talked about on this show, are a huge part of the future. Yep. Maybe I should get into something like SOXX, which exactly. we talked about on this show, or mm -hmm. SMH, yep. who's also an ETF based on semiconductors. Mm -hmm. You know, so they have ETFs that specialize in just certain sections of the society. Mm -hmm. You know, there's ESG ETFs as well. Yeah, which is super important because I know, shout out to you, Shabali, if you're watching this. She actually reached out to me and was like, yo, I want to invest in something like NVIDIA because I want to do, uh, you know, semiconductors. And I was like, of course, that's a great company, but also check out what you just said, SOXX, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a great one because, once again, you're getting exposure to the best semiconductors out there in that one fund. Yeah, exactly. And, like, if you're not sure what an ETF holds, like, which stocks they hold in the ETF, mm -hmm. you could just honestly real life Google it. You know, we talked about Google earlier. Notice how yeah, you could Google, Google it. Yeah. Competitive advantage. Literally. Anyway, and Google is going to have a stock split, by the way. Yeah. So we're going to dive into out, that, yeah, too. Yeah, be on the lookout for that. Because uh, I know you might look at Google's price and be like, dang, I can't afford that. Facts. Soon come. But anyways, yeah, so you could just type in like, okay, SOXX Holdings on Google. And they'll yeah. show you all the companies they hold. And do that for any ETF. You could always check and make sure that they're actually holding great companies for you. Exactly. But honestly, that about covers up everything we have for you today and how you can pick your first stock or now fund. Okay, so if you haven't already done so, once again, please make sure you like the video. Any questions you guys have, just comment below and we got you. Mm -hmm. Obviously, hit that little notification bell and subscribe to the channel. We're going to have a lot more coming for you in the upcoming weeks. And we have a video dropping on Wednesday, so make sure you stay tuned for that. But I have nothing else for them, bro. Nah, that's about it right there. I bet. Yeah. So we're going to catch you all next Wednesday, or actually this Wednesday. But until then, peace. Peace.